Righto. Well, welcome everybody. We're locked down again. And as we're locked down, um, and here we are today, locked down again. It's amazing what happens in lockdown. One of the things that I was thinking about it is that when we're alone sometimes and things have stopped, we begin to internalize. We think about ourselves. We think about the things that we've done wrong. We think about the things that are wrong in our lives. We think about ourselves as inadequate. And I've got three scriptures here today that are going to help us. One of the things I'd like to do is this. Last lockdown, what did I do? Well, I built a place for the barbecue. Because you see, you've got to be doing something. Because when we're doing nothing, that's when the gremlins bite. So I was teaching the other day, and there's this passage in Timothy, which is really good. It says, this is a true saying, to be completely accepted and believed. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. I'm the worst of them, but God was merciful to me in order that Christ Jesus might show his full patience in dealing with me, the worst of sinners, as an example for all those who would later believe in him and receive eternal life. You know, Paul was one of three great leaders in the Bible who all committed murder, Moses, David, and Paul. And yet God took them in all their faults and turned them into the three greatest human leaders that we've ever seen. God can use anybody. In fact, Jesus sees us as unique. He sees us as precious people, every one of us. Our sins and our mistakes are not a problem to God because he has already forgiven us. That's wonderful because sometimes I think to myself, Warren Hodge, you're not really all that good. But God sees me as forgiven and healed. And he sees you in that way too. That you are a person, he saved you in order that he might show his wonderful love and grace in you. And so that you can show that to other people. You see, because God can use us to do good things, both for other people and for him. A lot of the time, the good that we do is in simple acts of kindness to other people, things that bring them to life, things that warm their heart and open them to learning about Jesus. You know, the second passage that I want to look at comes from Jeremiah. And I'll read a slightly longer version here because it's about Jeremiah telling the king, if you give in to the Babylonians, they won't destroy the city and you'll save your life. But if you don't, if you fight them, they will kill you and they'll destroy the city. And the king didn't like it and neither did his advisors. So they took me in verse chapter 38 of Jeremiah, so they took me, that's Jeremiah, and let me down by ropes into Prince Malchiah's well, which was in the palace courtyard. There was no water in the well, only mud. I sank down into it. However, Ebed-Melech, the Ethiopian, a eunuch, had worked in the royal palace. 
he heard that they'd put me in the well. And at the time the king was holding court at the Benjamin gate. So Ebed-Melech went there and said to the king, Your majesty, what those men have done is wrong. They've put Jeremiah in the well, where he's sure to die of starvation, since there's no more food in the city. Then the king ordered Ebed-Melech to take with him three men to pull me out of the well before I died. So Ebed-Melech went with the men to the palace storeroom and got some worn-out clothing, which they let down by ropes. He told me to put the rags under my arms so that the ropes wouldn't hurt me. I did this, and they pulled me up out of the well. After that, I was kept in the courtyard. Life is not fair, and sometimes we get the wrong end of the stick. Last night, I was out with a father-daughter date, which was fun, but I met my friend Bosco. Bosco's daughter was killed at university. And I said, you and I are members of the same club, aren't we? And then I said, we've got a friend, Mike. Mike Hawke is his name. And he has lost two of his children in the last, this year so far. And we both had a prayer for him and vowed in our hearts to do what we could to support him. You know, Jeremiah was thrown into a muddy pit for telling the truth where without help he would die. But there are lessons to be had. And the first lesson is this. Ebed-Melech saw the wrong and he spoke out and he also took action. It's one thing for us to know that something is wrong. It's another thing for us to do something about it. And in times that are tough, the t- task is do something about the thing that is wrong. And what he did is important for leadership. He gathered helpers. He didn't wait to say, who do I get? He went and gathered helpers. And then he got some worn out clothing because he thought about Jeremiah in the pit and he knew that he would hurt him if he just pulled him up by the ropes. And he rescued Jeremiah. When I was at university and I failed at one particular junction, I heard the pastor of the church tell the story, this story. And he said that he had just failed in Latin. And so he started to do Greek. And that led him into ministry. And he said, if God can use rotten rags and worn out clothing, he can use you. He can use you to help other people. He can use you to rescue those who are in trouble. You can be the person who makes a huge change in the lives of other people. But we need to have the right mindset in tough times. And I've just got this passage from Ephesians that tells us this. Be careful how you live. Don't live like ignorant people. But like wise people, make good use of every opportunity you have because these are evil days. Don't be fools then, but try to find out what God wants you to do. There are always opportunities to do good. Believe me, 
If you ask God to show you, there'll be an opportunity to do good, to help. There'll be an opportunity for ministry. And good, ha- good acts help in bad times. Just like Ebed-Melech, so you can help people in bad times. There's an opportunity for you. And the last one is this. God will guide us to do his work when we ask and are open. Time and time again, when I have been lost for words, I've said, Lord, show me what to do. And when I have ministered, people have said, how did you know? To which I answered, I didn't. I just asked God. Last of all, something for all of us. May God bless you at home. May your families be happy and content. May you be healthy, happy, and may God's presence fill you with love and peace. God bless you all.